Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. Is that not the truth of what? Today is Friday, February the 12th of 2021, day 43 of the year. And only, only, only 320, hold on. Yeah, 322 days remaining before it is all over with. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse of Safety FM. Yes, that is safetyfm.com, safety.fm. Yes, we are also on the streamers. We are also on the radio stations, plural there, radio station, safetyfm.com. And of course, well, this one, maybe this one. Oh, it's not wanting to play on the system that I wanted to. So, so let's, let's try that again. And we're playing on this one. Radio. Hey, it's not magic, but it doesn't work from time to time when things do happen. And hey, that's the fun part of doing a live show. Yes, a live show. Now, that's the fun part, too. So, live show is what we do. So, we have an interaction here where we talk about the things that are going on inside of the news, what is going on inside of the world of safety. You and I communicate going back and forth and the things that are going on. And hopefully, we have some kind of a fun time. And it's kind of always amazing to me when I have to give the descriptor to people on what the hell it is that I do. Um, 
Because I guess when you start telling people that this is what you do, they don't look at it as a job. I mean, I consider it a career aspiration and things that I enjoy doing. I don't feel that I am a safety person. I don't feel that I'm a show host. I feel that I'm a motivational speaker. There you go. That's what I tell people. It's a lot easier to do it in that particular fashion than anything else. But what I always think is that people just think I just power the microphone on and everything's there and ready to go. I got bad news, my friends. It might look easy, but it sure as hell is not that easy. But anyways, that's not important. Let's get off the soapbox. It is Friday, two minutes past the top of the hour, as you and I get to hang out today. And I'm so excited about it because I got a lot of information to cover, very little time to do it, and it's Friday. And I know some people make a big ordeal that it's Friday and all that kind of fun stuff because the weekend and all that all those things. Well, this weekend, what are you looking forward to? Is it Valentine's Day? Is that the thing that got you excited and motivated and moving and grooving and all that kind of fun stuff? Because I have to tell you what I'm excited about is the 15th. The 15th, which is Monday. Reason behind it is because all the Valentine's Day candy goes on sale for 50% off. Hey, you have, to, you have to take a look at the good things that come about from those things from time to time. Anyway, so let's start getting moving and grooving and rolling and bowling and all that kind of fun stuff and all those other word terminologies that you want to use that make absolutely no sense. So let's talk about what is trending. So for this weekend, if you need to know what's on the video on demand services, let's talk about it. New to Amazon Prime, the map of tiny perfect things. That will be available. Also, for HBO Max will be Dunkirk and Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay, new to Hulu, 2067, and you're next. That almost sounds like a Bill Goldberg reference, uh, just in case. And then new to Netflix will be Buried with the Bernards uh, to All the Boys Always and Forever. Sitco's journey in monsoon. I don't know if you saw this, but yesterday I saw some information related to that the new season of Ozarks will be coming out towards the end of the month. Oh, sorry. I'm a month ahead of the end of the month of March. So pretty excited about seeing that actually taking place. So don't know what will happen there. I don't know how many more parts they have left. I think it's supposed to be a split season one and two, but we'll definitely have to take a look there and make that determination if you're into that kind of particular show. So there you go. That's what's going on. That's what we have talking about. I will tell you, we're going to drop into some news right now. I know no Alan Edwards this week. It won't be any different this week, uh, or today, better saying, but I will probably have them back your general direction at some point next week. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The Australian state of Victoria is going into a five-day lockdown to contain the spread of the UK COVID variant. The move was announced by Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews as the rapid spread of the variant that emerged in Britain continues. Sean Bindley reports. The outbreak started in a quarantine hotel with close contacts testing positive to the virus and the list of possible exposure sites continuing to grow. This is the state's third lockdown since COVID-19 emerged and it means fans will be banned from the Australian Tennis Open for the next five days. Mr Andrews says this variant of the virus is spreading at an unprecedented rate in Australia. We must assume that there are further cases in the community than we have positive results for and that it is moving at a velocity that has not been seen. In Brisbane, I'm Sean Bindley. 
Fresh protests have been unfolding in Myanmar despite a call from the military leader for unity. There have been reports of rubber bullets being fired on demonstrators who want the release of detained elected leaders and the restoration of democracy. Russian law enforcement warned against a Valentine's Day protest organised in support of jailed opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Organisers have asked people to shine torches on their mobile phones or light candles and post the images to social media. But unlike previous protests, to do so in the safety of their own homes or in private courtyards to avoid conflict with police. Stuart Smith reports from FSN's bureau in Moscow. Russia's Interior Ministry says people will be detained if they break laws on unlawful assembly, and so could those who incite them. It also warns social media companies and internet service providers they could face steep fines if they do not remove posts calling for mass public events. One of the few organisers not in jail, Leonid Volkov, had hoped this style of protest would help people find like-minded neighbours and police would be unable to interfere. That's unlike two major Russia-wide protests that took place on the week weekends following Alexei Navalny's detention, which resulted in tens of thousands of arrests. Supporters are demanding his release from prison, as well as major political change. The UK economy shrank 9.9% in 2020, the biggest slump on record. However, there was GDP growth in the final quarter of the year, which means the UK may avoid a double-dip recession. The Bank of England is predicting a fast rebound for the economy in 2021 as Covid restrictions are eased and a vaccination programme is rolled out. Chancellor Rishi Sunak says it's been a difficult time for many. Whilst there are some signs of resilience over winter, what's clear is right now many families and businesses are experiencing hardship. That's why we've put in place a comprehensive plan for jobs to support people through this crisis and we will set out the next stage of our economic response at our budget in early March. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. People been saying to your friend get a different face and posting on their feed they're super ugly online you can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org brought to you by the ad council keyboard cat hamilton the pug and toast meets world these are some of the internet's most beloved pets and they all have one thing in common their stories started in a shelter start your story adopt a dog or cat today visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. <laughs> 
Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Jay Allen in the morning on Radio Big. So there you go, Jay Allen in the morning on Radio Big. Yeah, you know what what that dude just said. Uh, So anyways, a lot of stuff going on. Kind of interesting with the Russia thing. What do you mean if you post about a protest? Well, number one, what's the first thing about uh, you can protest, but make sure that you're protesting alone in your backyard? I mean, what kind of protest is that? I hope you have a pretty big visible yard. I mean, I I didn't get that one. Uh, so some stuff to think about there. And then the other portion, of course, the other portion, of course, to think about is how does that protest work? I mean, do you have people hanging out in your backyard, but then you can't, we want you to protest in private and don't post on social media about large gatherings. If you're the social media provider, you could be in trouble. Hey, I'm just telling you exactly what the news story said. So there you go. Uh, So let's talk about it. Let's talk about some things that are going on according to the hit list. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world. So let's go from there. I don't know if you heard about this, but this was a pretty big thing yesterday on the news coming out of Texas. More than 100 vehicles were involved in a deadly pileup on an icy highway in North Texas on Thursday. The slick roads spelled disaster as an 18-wheeler barreled into dozens of cars already stopped on the interstate 35 West, at least 36 people were rushed to the hospitals with serious injuries, and at least five deaths occurred in the mile-long wreck. Authorities said that the freezing rain and sleet that had fell overnight were to blame. So what do you think there? I mean, I will tell you. I heard that, of course, as we have had the conversation before. I did serve my time in good old Tejas. And yes, I am very familiar with Highway 35, Texas. Um, But wow, very crazy stuff there. Hopefully everybody gets out good on the other side. Sorry to hear about the passing of the five people, of course. But man, what a a crazy story. Mile-long accident. I mean, I never know what to say, um, especially when it comes to some of those things like that. Anyways, let's continue talking. As of Thursday, over 46 million COVID vaccines have been administered nationwide. More than 3,400 people have received at least one dose, while over 11 million people have been fully vaccinated. The total number of cases in the U.S. sits just over 27 million, while the death is nearing about 500,000. So what do you think as you're hearing this? And then you hear this coming out of Australia based on what Feature Story News just told us. And what are you thinking now? I, what I'm trying to figure out, and let's be realistic because I keep on talking about it so much and I keep on talking about it where I want to know where exactly it's going. What At what point do you start looking at the vaccine thing as a different option? At what point do you start going, okay, that makes sense in regards of actually doing it opposed to not doing it? And I'm only asking the question because look at it from this fashion. If you now you're starting to see something different, at what point will we know if it's something that needs to be done yearly like the like the flu vaccine? 
or is it going to be something that's one and done? Because, I mean, there's still not a lot of answers. And keep in mind, too, as we're talking about this, this is an emergency release. Emergency release. So there you go. Emergency approval is what was requested. So emergency approval is what it is. So it's an emergency release. Sounds sounds terrible. But think about it. I mean, think about it for just a brief moment as we're talking about it. What do you think about this? Because I know that you and I have had the conversation of, well, maybe I would do it. Maybe I'll hold off on it and not being 100% sure. What are you thinking here? Because at some point, your number is going to get called. And, you know, it's going to be like, okay, we've already hit this this pile of people. We've already moved. Now it's time to move to the next segment and the next segment and the next segment. So what do you think? Just something to think about, of course. Anyways, let's continue talking. As of, as of let me see, yesterday, Dr. Fauci revealed this week that about 20,000 pregnant women have received the COVID vaccine with no red flags. Guidance for pregnant women receiving the vaccine has varied as they were not part of either vaccine trial. The CDC suggests that pregnant women talk to their health care provider, while the WHO, not the band, says pregnant women should not get it unless they are at high risk of exposure. Clinical trials for pregnant women and children are underway, according to what Fauci had to say. So what do you think about it? I mean, some stuff there for sure. I mean, some people are going to really be up in arms about that one as they do talk about it and go, oh, yes. Oh, yes. The pregnant women are receiving it. But, I mean, what do you think? I mean, the interesting ones have been the ones that we've spoken about before where you have the people that are pregnant. No COVID, but the kid has COVID on the way out. I mean, it's a whole other story, of course. Anyways, let's continue talking. Markets were mostly flat on Thursday as they finished mixed. The Dow lost seven points while the NASDAQ added 53 and the S&P 500 gained about six. Both the NASDAQ composite and the S&P 500 ended up at an all-time record high at the closing bell. First first job losses claims were higher than expected as in 793,000 claimants applied for the week ending of February the 6th. A total of 757,000 claims were expected. Oil prices fell on Thursday after seeing gains of eight straight sessions. West Texas Intermediate Crude was trading at $54.24 a barrel down by 75 cents on Wednesday. So what do you think there? What do you think about the oil stuff? What do you think about the S&P, the Dow, you know, and all the the stuff dealing with the market? At what point are we start are we going to start seeing more and more numbers related to the total? Yes, the total of whatever the hell we have going on in regards of jobless claims. Cuz what I would like to see is not the total amount of jobless claims for the week and not the total of jobless claims overall, but the total of jobless claims still ongoing. Because, I mean, that's the part that kind of makes it a little bit more interesting for sure. Because, yes, I know people apply for it. I know people get it. And then I know that people have to turn around. And then if they get in a, get a job, all of a sudden, you know, they're off of it, which is cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's important. But then at what point? Do they ever have to do they ever have to go back on? And what is the length of time? I think that those are probably some numbers that would probably be a little bit more interesting 
as well. And I'm talking about interesting just to see on how the economy compared to the jobless claims amounts can actually go into all at the same time. Just something to think about, of course, as we are talking this morning about some things going on inside of the multiverse. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. Prosecutors announced the charges yesterday against Gregory Paul Ulrich, the 67-year-old who opened fire at the Minnesota Health Clinic earlier this week. Ulrich has been charged with second-degree murder, four counts of attempted murder, and one count of each of felony use of explosive devices and carrying a pistol without a permit. The murder charges carries a maximum sentence of 40 years, while the other charges carry fines and sentences up to $100,000 and 20,000 or 20,000 and 20 years respectively inside of the pokey. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of there as we are talking about it. So I don't know. What do you think about this case? I mean, we, we've almost had a conversation about this case every day this week. I mean, think about it for a hot minute as we do talk about it. I mean, what are you, what are you looking at here? I mean, it's pretty odd stuff if you really think about it. And that's the thing. I mean, yesterday's information was even more interesting than what today's had to deal with. I mean, let's just be realistic. I mean, yesterday we had the conversation that we spoke about the that they knew that the guy was a potential threat. Not a terrorist threat, but a potential threat. Isn't that something? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So listen to this one because this one started making the sequences yesterday, or at least I saw it for the first time yesterday. Fully vaccinated people will no longer be required to quarantine following exposure to coronavirus, the CDC stated this week. The agency noted that those who have been exposed should still monitor symptoms for 14 days, and those who develop symptoms should be evaluated and tested. And then, so there you go. So what do you think about it? So if you get the vaccine, then you're just going to be monitoring systems, symptoms, not systems, before you actually make before you do anything. So what do you think about that? So does that encourage you now to turn around and give some serious consideration of actually getting the vaccine? Because that changes a lot of things. I mean, because that's the big, the biggest complaint, of course, is the quarantine. And I feel like we should have just called this the COVID episode today because that's all we're talking about, apparently. But what do you think about it? So as you take a look at this for sure, how does that go about? Does it change even though it's an emergency release? Does it change the way that you look at this? Do you go, okay, I would give it some more consideration now because I wouldn't have to quote unquote quarantine. And maybe that's the conversation that you have as you start taking a look at it. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to think about here. So there you go. Here we go. How is monitoring symptoms any different than usual? You hopefully won't be going anywhere if you are sick with anything. Well, I mean, one would hope that people would use common sense with that. That's coming from Jim Pozel. But, I mean, think about it for a moment. Think about that there are people that are out there that are doing contact tracing. And the reason behind it is because some people are still going out knowing that things are going on. I don't know. I mean, it becomes a crazy conversation when you really start thinking about it. A lot of the stuff that is going on inside of the world right now. I mean, and it's something new unless we're dealing like with the person we were talking about yesterday, 117 years old. I mean, it's not like we've ever been through this before. So that's the other portion. At least not a lot of people that are alive have been through this before. 
Let's continue. A former Wisconsin pharmacist, pharmacist has pleaded has pled guilty to spoiling dozens of doses of COVID vaccine. Stephen Brandenburg, 46, who believed that the vaccine would mutate human DNA, was charged earlier this week with two counts of attempting to tamper with consumer products. You ready for this? He faces 10 years in prison. 10 years in prison now because of the mutation thing. I mean, you know, I know that when this story originally came out, I started joking quite a bit and saying, oh, what did he think we were going to do? Were we going to become, you know, X-Men or something along those lines? But, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, think about this for a hot minute. It is straight crazy that this dude decided to tamper with these things. And all of a sudden now, I mean, boom, because... Hey, I want to impose my beliefs on you, and you should agree with what I have to say is I'm going to stop everything. I have to tell you, a lot of stuff you should probably should not be trying to jam down people's throats, and that's just my opinion. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, a sanitation worker from Louisiana helped police track down a missing 10-year-old girl. An alert was sent out on Sunday night. Missing child uh, whose abductor was was seen driving a gray Nissan sedan. Why do we have to go brand specific here? Is there a reason for it? On Monday, Dion Merrick was spotted. The vehicle described in the alert parked in the field of St. Martin Parish. He called 911 in the parked truck to block the exit until deputies arrived. The child was rescued by the abductor, Michael Surreal, a registered sex offender, was taken into custody. Well, I'm glad that he was taken into custody. But man, what the hell is going on with that stuff? I still find that kind of what, I mean, it's one of those things that blows my mind. That goes on. And of course, I talk about it. I look into it. There's a lot of stuff that comes to my mind when I talk when I talk about when it comes to human trafficking, child molesters. I mean, it is just a wild thing in regards of how a grown adult thinks that this is perfectly fine to do and tries to justify the stuff that they're trying to do with it. It is among crazy to me in that particular regard. Anyways, it's something to think about as we are talking here this morning. Anyways, it is 24 minutes past the top of the hour. You are still listening to us on RadioBig.fm or on SafetyFM.com or on the multiverse, depending on where you're taking a look at. Anyways, new applications for unemployment benefits dropped to 793000 last week from 812000 the week prior, according to figures from the U.S. Department of Labor. The latest batch of initial jobless claims brought to the total of COVID pandemic to about $78 million, equivalent, are you ready for this? Equivalent to nearly 49%, 49% of the American workforce. Jobless claims remained ab- above the pre-pandemic record of 695000 for the 47th consecutive week. So there you go. A lot of information inside of there to definitely talk about. Let's continue talking for just one one brief moment. Vaccines will be available for everyone by April, according to Dr. Fauci. The, na- the nation's leading expert told NBC Today that a multifaceted approach will accelerate the country's vaccination pace into the spring. He called the phenomenon open season. So what do you think here? Let's just be realistic. What are you going to be looking for? Like, 
legitimately, what are you going to be looking for? Are you going to turn around and say, hey, I want the Moderna version? Or are you going to turn around and say, no, I want the AstraZeneca version? Or are you going to turn around and say, I want the one Johnson & Johnson? And why do I want the, the one Johnson & Johnson? Because Johnson & Johnson is giving it to you in one shot, one dose, in, out, and done. So, I mean, it's something to think about for sure. But if it's going to become open season, is it going to be fully approved by the FDA? And believe me, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate here. I'm trying to have a conversation. I just want to have a better understanding because let's be realistic. Just because something gets approved, and this is my opinion here, so I want to make sure that I'm clear. Just because something gets approved does not mean that it is the best thing on the planet for you. And I'm talking about other drugs. I mean, I'm just trying to give you kind of a thought process here. Think about it for a moment. Think about when you hear a drug ad and how the side effects that they list out where it's like the micro machine version. Now, what I mean by micro machine, if you remember these older style commercials that used to come out, that it was like, that's all you could understand at the end of the commercial because of all the stuff that were potential side effects. And I'm not saying that these things have side effects. I mean, we don't know this at the moment. What I'm saying, though, is I would like to know when it's going to be fully approved. I mean, I don't think I'm asking for much here. But I know that normal trials could not be done with this, but it's something to think about. But I look at at other stuff like the vaccine for polio. Think about how many people how many people got knocked out by polio and how common that thing became when the vaccine came about. I mean, there's something to think about for sure. A lot of strange stuff. A lot of things going on inside of the multiverse. A lot of stuff to think about. That is for sure, as we are talking right now. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. Join us on all major social media platforms. And we are Radio Big. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, okay. A lot of stuff, of course, going on today as we talk about it, move around, do the things that we do, because that's what it is. I mean, we talk about a little bit about everything. At least I try to ask to be able to cover a little bit about everything. But let's talk right now about what is captured so what do you think i'm talking about here i'm talking to you the safety professional who is out there doing the things that you do but what do you take a look at inside of your organization on the things that are being captured the things that are being reported the things that are being looked at inside of the world there because let's be realistic 
as much as you can say that you love this, that, or the other, there is normally someone who you report to. There is normally somebody who's wanting to hold X things inside of the organization accountable for. So as you're looking at this and we're talking about it, how do you look at it? I mean, let's just be realistic for a, for a hot moment. Depending on how it actually goes about and it works, you track certain things that you believe in, you track certain things that you don't believe in, and things are tracked all together. I mean, just the way that it goes and it goes about and all that fun stuff. But if, you tr- if you're tracking stuff, what are you deeming important right now? What do you capture? Like, I will tell you, most people capture because of certain law requirements or governance, however you want to take a look at it. We'll get into that later. Um, it's anything from accidents, incidents, injuries, leading and lagging indicators. but. What do you track? What do you capture? Is there an importance association to this stuff? Do you look at it and you go, this is what we have to run with. Now, do you run with it because of a requirement, a bureaucracy, a regulation, an under-regulation, an over-regulation? Why are you capturing these things? Why are they important? Now, these capturings that you are doing, Are they related to things that are important or are they related because this is the only thing you've been told to manage? I'm just asking the question here. Think about it for a hot minute. Think about it as you do move forward with this. How are these things captured and why are they captured? If you go to an employee, a work team member, whatever you want to take a look at, a part of the the actual team, do they know that the moment you're going to walk up, you're going to be looking at X, Y, and Z? And so are they able to quote X, Y, and Z numbers to you because they know that that is important to them because it's important to you? Are you managing to a number or are you managing to a specific outcome? And that's the question here. Because if you're capturing it, you will normally put some kind of level of importance into it. You will make it a priority. You will make it one of these things that nobody else can do anything else but focus on that. But now I want you to kind of take a look at the other side of the equation for a moment. And let's not talk about digits, and let's not talk about numbers, and let's not talk about incidents, and let's not talk about deaths for just a brief moment, just just a small, tiny moment, okay? So what if you turned around and you did this? What if you were so inclined to capturing how people are? Oh, yeah, that's what I said, how people are, how they're doing, how are things going for them? Because here's the fun part. Because of this mess that we're currently in, we've never experienced this before. Are we tracking and verifying how our people are doing, how our team members are? Because that's the thing here. We have a lot of conversations. And we have a lot of discussions about people. 
But these are unprecedented times. These things that are going on right now are having psychological effects on people on, on ways that people have never been affected before. Work has changed. Family life has changed. Personal lives have changed. And people are being impacted by this financially, socially. But it's not something that we still talk about. There has been some minimal, and I will say minimal, conversations about psychological safety. There's some people out there that are waving the flag, that's for sure. But still, the conversation is at minimum when it comes to it. The conversation is still minimal when it comes to it. The conversation is still not where it needs to be. So, going back to everything that you capture and everything that you discuss inside of your organization and all that, what if, what if you took a moment not just to capture what is deemed important by the organization, but to capture how your people are? Not one of those bullshit conversations, high level, oh, hi, hi, buddy, how are you? No. How are they really doing? Sometimes you might be really amazed on what you find. Now, I will tell you, I straight up stole this from somebody else. I'm not going to lie here. But one of the biggest things that ever had an impact inside of my career of when I got to interact with the team members that I was associated with is we used to do this thing that on every Monday, we had a, we had something that was due in from the previous week that was called highs and lows. Three highs, three lows. They would give us the highlights of the week and the lowlights of the week. I got it sent to me directly from everyone who reported directly into my team. And it started off, and I know I've spoken about this before, it started off with, you know, Oh, this was great last week. This happened, that happened. But then it turned into something that I never expected, where people were giving me details of things that were going on inside of their life. And not that I was nosy trying to figure out every single thing that was going on inside of their life, but it was, they were giving me the information of things that were impacting them. A highlight could be, hey, my kid is graduating from kindergarten this week. A low light could be, hey, we ran out of money before the week came to an end. But it changed a lot of the dynamics of our conversations because people told me stuff that they wanted to share, but I felt that I was able to understand a little bit better what was going on. And we were able to have discussions not always only related about work because here's the thing. You're not always going to be hitting on all cylinders, just kind of the way that it goes, but also at the same time too, I think it's so important to care for the people that you work with. And some people think that I'm crazy. You no, know, work is work and celebrate. No, I'm not saying, hey, let's all come over to my house and have a party. That's not what I'm saying. But keep in mind of this. The people that you work with, at least in the old world, you probably spend more time with them than what you do your family unless you own a business. Then that could be a different story. But think about it. Think about the dynamics of that relationship on how things would change if the people that work with you, that are part of your team, that you are associated with or affiliated with, actually know that you care. Think about how different that world would definitely be. Oops. 
What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? that it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. I guess we're um, getting ready for the weekend here. Okay, so that's Bedroom Loving Caliber. The song's called <laughs> Bedroom. The band Loving Caliber. Okay, so that one's readily available on iTunes and Spotify. Thanks for Loving Caliber for allowing us to play Bedroom. Yeah, there you go. Bedroom. Yeah, good times there. So there you go. That's what's going on. Anyway, so talking about talking about this weekend, as you are fully are aware, it is Valentine's Day. So let's make sure that you don't get in trouble this weekend. So let's talk a little bit about some things that are going on inside of the multiverse, the multiplex, and all that kind of fun stuff. Cupid computed what suited. Yeah, I did say that. Cupid computed what suited. I love some information here that I must have to save your relationship. According to a survey, more than one in five people in relationships have considered breaking up with their partner when they received a glitch 
gift on Valentine's Day. 2,000 Americans were polled as a result that showed the typical gifts that fall under the so regular that is that it could put your relationship in jeopardy category include flowers, the classic heart-shaped box chocolates, um, the fur and the furry handcuffs. And I'm not joking about that portion. A separate survey found that when selecting a special something for that special someone for most important things to remember is what your partner likes. Tuning into your partner's wants and preferences is the best way to make them feel appreciated with a gift on Valentine's Day. According to Angara.com, which commissioned the survey. And let me take a wild guess. Angara.com has a shitload of stuff that they can sell for you. Uh, so there you go. Sheepishly check that he still uh, has receipts for flowers, classic heart-shaped box, or chocolates, and uh, um, furry handcuffs, just in case. Trust me, if you think she likes kitchen appliances, in this case, you're wrong. Deadly wrong. Don't do it. I feel it's pretty conf- I feel pretty confident with the heart-shaped box of chocolates, and if I'm wrong, well, I still have slightly uh, dented heart of chocolates that I might be able to enjoy later on. So anyway, some stuff there to think about. Don't go out there and get a cliche gift. I mean, I think it's so much easier if you just have the conversation on what they want. It's, it's just one of those things that's easier opposed to trying to making some big ordeal about it. it because if you screw it up, you're screwed entirely by doing so so just move on just just move on do the right thing do the right thing anyways i guess before we get into that whole thing and we start getting into how that looks like it is friday it is 43 minutes past the top of the hour so let's talk about it it is friday so you know what we do here on most fridays if i don't tend to forget let's do the 30 second countdown the 30 second countdown to get everything out of your system Everything out and about and moving and grooving and all that kind of fun stuff. So let's do it right now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a 30-second countdown. I want you to scream and shout and let all your frustrations out uh, that you might have been built up over the week. And this even gives the opportunity that if you've ha- not made that purchase yet of whatever the hell you want to buy um, for Valentine's Day, you can scream and shout and you let that shit out before you go out uh, to the marketplace and do it. That be it internet market or whatever kind of marketing you're going to do. So I'm going to start that countdown in three, two, and one. So there you go. That's the 30 seconds. Hopefully everything was able to get out and about and all that kind of fun stuff. And now we can move on before you do whatever you need to do next. Because that's going to be part of the important part as we're always talking here. With stream so crisp that you can feel the sarcasm in your ear holes. Radio Big. Okay, let's talk about some of the news of the weird. So here we go. New research indicates that the trend of extravagant facial hair in the early 1800s saw some men wearing fake sideburns so they could be part of the in crowd. British historian Alan Whitney, who has run the research, researching the history of facial hair, says that the craze was some 
strong and uh, trendsetters were prepared to suffer ridicule and abuse from members of the public who sometimes accused them of wearers of elaborate facial hair having suspect political affiliations or being dubious moral characters or even appearing monstrous. And it wasn't just men jumping in to the Beardly bandwagon. Reports suggest that women drew some false whiskers and grew hair down to their hair on the sideburns of their faces as well. Although today, hipsters, um, that would be a thing. You know, facial hair, just in case. A video of a National University of Singapore professor realizing or realizing that towards the end of his two-hour Zoom lecture that he was muted is going viral. The video on YouTube shows Mr. Wang Dong. That's not a made-up name, Wang Dong, an associated professor at NUS Mathematics Department, finishing his lecture that typically calls for questions, but no ans- but no one answers. After he asks if he can finish the class, a student speaks up, informing him that he had been muted in the mute mode since shortly after the introduction. After taking a few moments to compose himself, Mr. Wang is seen informing the students that he would repeat the lesson some other time. Apparently, only one person learned a lesson that day. There is a link available on YouTube if you're so inclined on going out there and finding it. Just look up Wang Dong. Yeah, Mr. Wang Dong. There you go. Some information there just for you. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. Did you know? Let's talk about did you know. So here you go. Here's this for you. No one ever said love at first sight had not had to involve um, actually meeting. This is true of about one-third of British singles who admitted in a recent survey that they said, I love you to someone that they met online during the coronavirus pandemic. I love you. (laughs) Uh, Before ever meeting in person, more than half of the daters in the question affirmed that their belief that love at first sight is possible online. Yeah, I agree with you. I can't even tell you how many times I have fallen in love online with people that I've seen. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so a lot of interesting stuff going on, of course, inside of the world. So here you go, Catherine Craig has died. The veteran NBC reporter passed away suddenly on Wednesday night. The network announced yesterday no further information were shared. She was 47. Wow, 47. I did not know this. This I'm kind of in shock about this one. I guess, you know, sometimes this news that I get, I probably should read a little bit more detail before I kind of just jump in and go from there. A lot of interesting stuff, of course. Uh, there you go. There's that. Let's get into the swamp real quick. The swamp. White House Press Secretary Jen Paskey um, walked back to talk to schools being open one day a week being a goal for Joe Biden's administration. She said that Biden won't rest until all schools are open full time. Better yet, 64% of schools are already open in person at least one day a week. This begs to question what exactly is the plan? I mean, because that's kind of a weird plan. What do you think about the whole school thing? I mean, I'm sure you have an opinion about it, and that's perfectly fine. I don't want there to be any doubts or anything along those lines. But, man, one day a week doesn't seem like enough. But is it enough? Do you think virtual should be the thing that considers to go on and include? Anyways, the Republican Party is throwing in support behind the efforts to recall California Governor Gavin Newsom. Recallers have more than a month to secure 1.5 million signature recall. A threshold that says they've been already surpassed. Organizers will still get some 
get some more assurance against the signatures as they get tossed. As they get tossed, really? The RNC is putting up $250,000 further to mobilize voters against Newsom. Today, former President Trump's impeachment defense team will begin their argument this morning. Late last night, Trump's ally senators were spotted walking into the room where Trump lawyers were meeting. Lindsey Graham, Mike Lee, and Ted Cruz drawing the ire of some who insist that senators should be impartial jurors. But Trump lawyer David wasn't worried about the the impropriety jabbing the Democrats that there's nothing about this thing that has a semblance of due process whatsoever. So there you go. That's what's going on there. A lot of people talking about this thing, of course, as it is having a large impact inside of the world of the things that are happening around and so on. And of course, you know, we have everybody has the eyes on us on what exactly is going on. And what exactly is going on? Let's continue. No winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $82 million or a $59.9 million cash payout. No winner for Wednesday night's Powerball drawing. Saturday's drawing will be for $56 million or $41.3 million cash payout. So there you go. Some options there if that's the game that you play. And that's what you got going on. So have you heard about this? This has been making the sequences sequences going on so let me talk about this real quick the firing of actress and former mma fighter gina carano from the mandalorian over some of her past twitter posts sparked a backlash on thursday so how did she get fired from the mandalorian if the mandalorian ended let's start off with that was she supposed to be in the new bubba fett story i'm just asking let's continue uh the former MMA fighter who played Cara Dune in the series was confirmed to have been booted this week after since deleted tweet compared current political climate to being Jewish in Nazi Germany. Her outstanding, her outsizing, oh my God, I can't speak. Outsizing had her fans lashing out on social media, calling the move another example of cancel culture. And then they had hashtag cancel Disney plus quickly trending white wing commentator, James Pasobic commented that Disney fired Carano yet rehired director James Gunn despite his horror over old posts that he made and joked about pedophilia and rape. So I don't know. It's interesting to see a lot of the stuff that's going on around there. So a lot of stuff going on inside of the world there so anyways take a look at that one tell me what you think let's continue jeep has pulled a super bowl commercial featuring bruce springsteen from its youtube channel after report surfaces of the singer's dwi arrest last november as noted yesterday the boss was busted for dwi reckless driving and consuming alcohol in close area in his home of the state of new jersey the commercial is still available on chips on jeep's official instagram Oh, yeah, I did say that out loud. Okay, let's continue. Morgan Wallen asked for his fans not to defend him on a new Instagram post addressing the scandal surrounding him using a racial slur. In the five-minute video, the country singer said that he has some very real and honest conversations with leaders of various black organizations that had offered him a chance to learn and grow. Our actions matter. Our words matter. And I just want to encourage anyone watching to please Learn from my mistake, he told his followers. Wallen said that he plans to go off the grid 
for a while and he choo- um as he chooses his next steps in the repair so there you go that's some stuff making the sequences of events that are going on inside of the world of the multiverse anyways let's continue talking real quick there are new albums coming out today so let's talk about them the pretty reckless releases death by rock and roll florida georgia line with the life rolls on bodies yes i did say bodies of water <laughs> is this what is it's like claude releases super monster and Django Django is releasing Glowing in the Dark. And there is a new Dua Lipa song that dropped last night at 11.45 Eastern Time. Don't worry, we'll be playing it on Radio Big, uh, which is called We Are Good. We Are Good. So we'll be good today on <laughs> on the Rated R Safety Show. Or not the Rated R Safety Show, on Radio Big.fm if you want to come out, hang out, and all that kind of fun stuff. So we'll do that over there when you get a chance. Anyways, let's talk about some other things. Um, if you need some love songs for this weekend because you really, really screwed up or you just want to kind of set the mood, here you go. I'm going to give you the top ten. George Michael, Careless Wilsper, Elvis Presley, Always On My Mind, The Righteous Brothers, Unchained Melody. Andy Williams, Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. Number six, Lone Star, Amaze. At number five, Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. Seal Kiss From A Rose, ABBA, The Winner Takes It All. Number two, The Beach Boys, God Only Knows. And at the number one song that you can play for best love songs, according to Smooth Radio, is Elton John your song so there you go that's what you have going on right there anyways let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today robert griffin the third nfl quarterback turns 31 christina ricci turns 41 jesse spencer 42 josh brolin oh yes josh brolin they have him listed as the goonies and deadpool did we forget about endgame i mean come on he turns 53 today and bill russell turns 87 things that happened back on this day back in 20 uh, 2008 general motors offers a mass buyout of 74,000 united auto workers employees the move came after the company hemorrhaged nearly 40 billion dollars during 2007 largely in part due to huge union demands and the average base wage of gm uaw worker being 28 dollars and 12 cents an hour but after luxurious benefits workers earned about 78 dollars an hour Meanwhile, gas prices were also rising, and GM wasn't offering sustainable cars. The company filed for bankruptcy the following year and restructured. So there you go. That's what happened back on this date. If you need a reason to celebrate today, here you go. Chinese New Year is today. Darwin Day, National Freedom Mary Day, National Plum Pudding Day. Oh, my God, that sounds disgusting. And One Eats Alone Day. I think that's every day for me. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay, so let's continue real quick as we get to the end of this thing between you and I. If you need some whack facts for today, here you go. 16% of flowers purchased by women on Valentine's Day are for themselves. On average, teachers receive more Valentine's Day cards than anyone else. A study found that both men and women prefer to receive chocolate over flowers for Valentine's Day. That's not what I prefer to receive, but let's not get into that. 27% of people who celebrate Valentine's Day also buy gifts for their pets. 2017 found that 43% of millennials choose choose valentine's day as their ideal day to propose to be or to be proposed to and candy hearts were originally 
developed for as throat lozenges. So there you go. Think about that for a brief moment. Anyways, we'll get into some slices of BS on the other side. If you come up to Radio Big at the top of the hour, here you go. Let me give you a random joke for today. I already know that I'm getting a Valentine's Day half-price chocolate on the 15th. There you go. If you need a phone starter for a day, try this one. What is the most romantic food? <laughs> okay, and then if you need something for the water cooler, in a print in a pre-pandemic poll of women, 9% 9% said that they are looking forward to doing this on Valentine's Day. What is it? Meeting up with friends. So there you go. That's what's going on. Anyways, let me tell you about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you're having signs of depression or contemplating suicide before you make your next move, give them a call at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. If you don't want to give the phone call and would just rather do something via messaging, go to the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Love sought is good, but giving onsight is better. Think about it in that way. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on RadioBig.fm and on SafetyFM.com. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. I would love for you to come out and hang out with me on Radio Big as we do move do the move here in the next few moments. Anyways, if we don't speak before then, I hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy your Valentine's Day, and I will see you bright and early Monday morning, Monday morning. And don't forget about this little gem that we have going on on Tuesday. If you're so inclined on doing so, we'll be doing our safety reconfigured class on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. To find out more information, go to safetyfm.io. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.